One thing that can offset a lot of this is to create order in your life. And what I like to say is to bind yourself, like uh, not let yourself do whatever you want, hem yourself in. This, this produces the safe walls of order. And we love to do that visibly with a calendar. It's a beautiful depiction of every human's gift of 24-7, 365. We all have the exact same thing. Those were the words of Jason Blummer, the CEO of two companies located in the upstate of South Carolina, Blummer CPAs and Thrival. Blummer CPAs has mentored creative entrepreneurs towards growth for over two decades. Thrival is a network of CPA firms in the United States and Canada whose main purpose is to support firm owners as they learn how to become better business owners. Welcome to the Who's on the Move SC podcast. I am your host, Alan Cooper. The Who's on the Move SC podcast, highlighting entrepreneurs making an impact on our communities is made possible with the support of First Community Bank. First Community Bank knows local businesses, professionals and entrepreneurs form the backbone of our communities. And for more than 25 years, they have served those customers in the Midlands, upstate and Aiken regions of South Carolina, as well as in Augusta, Georgia. First Community Bank, member FDIC. And Nephron Pharmaceuticals, a South Carolina-based company, Nephron develops and produces safe and affordable generic inhalation solutions and suspension products. And the Riley Institute at Furman University, the Richard W. Riley Institute advances social and economic progress in South Carolina and beyond by building leadership for a diverse society. Learn more at furman.edu forward slash Riley. This series is also made possible with the support of NP Strategy, a strategic communications firm comprised of former journalists, political insiders, and public relations executives. Learn more at npstrategy.com and Endeavor, offering workspaces, day passes, meeting rooms, and business team memberships for growth-minded professionals in the heart of downtown Greenville, South Carolina. To set up a tour, visit endeavorgreenville.com or call 864 720 1800. Jason, why don't you start by introducing yourself and telling us about your two companies. So I'm Jason Blummer. I'm the CEO of two businesses. One of them is Blummer CPAs. My dad started that firm in 97. It's a virtual CPA firm. And then the other one is called Thrival. The word thrive with A-L at the bottom, at the end, thrival.com. And one is a firm for creative agencies, and we help restructure those companies and serve them financially to grow. And then Thrival is a community for firm entrepreneurs. So we teach accounting firm owners all over the U.S. and Canada how to grow their businesses. Tell us about how you arrived at entrepreneurship. Is this something that you always wanted to do that is in your DNA, or are you more of an accidental entrepreneur? So I've always had a desire for entrepreneurship, and I think I've always been a creative person. I think everybody's creative, so I think every human is a creative person, that's what I believe. So uh, some are driven more to do things on their own, run things on their own. I think it was kind of always in my DNA. I always wanted to run my own thing. I didn't know what that meant or anything like that. So um, I was a great employee a lot of times, but I still wanted to feel the power of running my own business. and so. I've tried a few things. I had many, many ideas. Uh, finally had the chance when I went to work with my dad after he started his firm. Tell us about your education and background. 
I'm not one of those highly educated guys. So I um, went to Wofford College and got my degree in accounting in Wofford College. Um, was, was in bands, rock bands, but I needed to have a degree because I was in college in rock bands. So my dad was an accountant. I thought, why not? I'll be an accountant. My dad's always made a living. So, um, so I went into that and then just went down the road of getting my CPA. Um, I'm not good at tests, so that took me a while <laughs> to get my CPA license. Um, but then just went through various jobs, you know, learning all the ropes, you know, of payroll, tax, accounting, all those things. And then finally started doing it on my own with my dad and making decisions about what is this value to, some, to somebody? Is it valuable? Uh, do people want to pay for this? And so it was the first experience really working with my dad to be in a firm where I could try to sell something that I was going to give them and make decisions about, well, I want to do it for this money and they may not want to do it for that money. And so me learning the lessons of how do you educate clients in how you price them? How do you show your value? How do you display that more obviously? Um, so, you know, it's, I, it's just not a highly educated journey, you know, that I have. So I've learned everything uh, by just doing it, which is the kind of person I am. I want to fiddle with things and play around and poke and prod and, and you tend to break things when you do that. And I have broken many things. So, so I've had to put them back together and that's taught me a lot um, through a lot of angst uh, and anxiety, but it taught me a lot and I've learned a lot. So here we are. Tell us more about the core businesses of both Blummer CPAs and Thrival. So the firm was pretty traditional. My dad is the typical accountant. He's a great accountant, great father, <laughs> great everything about my dad. Um, but as I came into the firm, I wanted to try things. Again, I wanted to fiddle around and play around. So I started new niches that I had no business operating. <laughs> I started consulting engagements that I didn't know what they meant. Um, so by playing around and poking and prodding, which I really believe in, uh, I learned a lot through the process of growing. So at some point I learned so much, I said, I wanna start narrowing the focus of what we do in our firm. I want to narrow into creative digital agencies. And that was a niche we were kind of growing in. A lot of times in a firm, a niche will find you sometimes and you'll go, huh, I have 10 of these clients. I kind of do this a lot, maybe I could sell that. And so through that process, we narrowed more. And then as we did more for creative digital agencies like accounting, tax, and payroll, they needed more growth consulting. So then I would, we would coach them. And then we would do growth consulting and we would play around with that. So we'd fiddle with how to do those things, how to structure those engagements, how to price them. And so as I was trying these things, I really was running into a lot of walls. I was learning a lot had some successes, but you know, broke some things too. And so I found people online, other CPAs my age, uh, in their early 30s, you know, trying these things out way back then. And so I'd get on the phone with them and start figuring out, all right, here's what I'm trying in my firm. What are you trying in your firm? And we would teach each other. And so that just gave me another entrepreneurial idea to say, I wanna start a community where I teach people. And again, I started it where I didn't have a lot of the structure of my own firm figured out. I didn't have a partner. My dad was retiring at that time. Uh, so starting a second business, I didn't really know what that meant, um, but it, it became really, really valuable very quickly. 
And then a community starts to look to that community leader to educate them. They start to pay for that. Uh, and it was a free community at first, but then I had to put a price on it. Uh, and pricing economically is the signaling you do when something has value. And so when people started to completely value what we were doing, uh, we were gonna get swallowed up if we weren't being paid to devote time to it. Because when you're paid, you're being paid to focus, right? So paying for something lets you focus on that thing. And so if we wanted to focus on both businesses, they needed to pay. Uh, so we went th through the process of pricing the community and people left, some, you know, some people don't value it that much. And you figure out what people value when you offer it for a price. That's when you find out what they really think about you. Um, so, so through the journey of my firm, learning things there, I started Thrival uh, and they just wanted more and more. And so, and then I kept building the firm while teaching people and actually still do that. And that is the very core of the value of our community. They look to Julie and I, my partner, to go, tell us what you're doing in your firm. What, what was hard for you in this particular place? And so now they're both um, thriving and growing. Uh, it, they, did, they did struggle for a while because I was running both of them by myself until Julie came in and really helped me start stru you know, structuring those businesses for growth, for order. Um, and so they really started growing after that. Uh, and now they're large enough to where, you know, you have to start putting in leadership team and, you know, considering other people to lead with you. Those kind of hard decisions are, are in our future and they're just part of, you know, our journey. How did you develop the curriculum for your consulting business? Uh, developing your own curriculum is pretty, pretty tough. You're going you're gonna to need to have a pretty many years of experience because if you're developing your own curriculum, it came out of the experience my partner and I have of consulting. So we've consulted so much, you start to see patterns. And that's, that's the benefit of niching. When you niche, you see the patterns of the same thing in the same narrow industry. So you become an expert at noticing the anomalies to patterns. And when you do, in five minutes, you can speak a solution. And that's extremely valuable because you've seen 15 of them and this one stands out. And so when you do that, we started to gain our own beliefs and principles about we believe firms should be structured this way. We believe it's best. We tried it and it worked. We tried it another way and it didn't work. There were some parts to you know other books that you can use that are like company operating systems that don't work as well or we don't like them as much as this one. And so over time, we started to develop our own beliefs and principles about what we think works. And then we started teaching it in terms of a model. It's like, this is the full complete model. This works. Um, and it did work. And then we used it in consulting and then we launched it at a conference we teach. And then people took some testing and assessment around this model and it really helped them. Then we ran it through a 12 month entrepreneurial course where they do homework around the model and we had to build all of that. And so eventually it just grew and grew. And I think curriculum does that, it grows over time. And so now, you know, you can take our 12 month course and it is to either install the basics of a service-based company that can scale, uh, you know, without eating the entrepreneur alive. Or there's a more in intermediate level or an advanced level where you can apply a lot of you know, capacity and strategic principles too that are gonna help you move to even larger sizes. 
uh, and it's all based upon the beliefs we gained around just a lot of the practice we've done in consulting. In one word, what is the key to success for an entrepreneur? So the word I would tell any entrepreneur is order, order. Um, so many of our clients live in, in a lot of chaos and you cannot thrive in chaos. Actually, a human's not meant to thrive in chaos. So if there's any chaos, and, and by chaos I can mean things you don't understand, things happening you don't understand, things you can't get your way out of, things you have to stay in that you don't know how to fix, these, are, these cause intense anxiety for just people in general. So that's a human concept. Now, when you introduce entrepreneurship in there where every, every bit of your livelihood falls on your shoulders, if you live in chaos or in an unknown way or your future is very dark and cloudy, it drives a lot of anxiety. Uh, and things that come out of that are depression and hopelessness too. I mean, these are things we have to deal with with entrepreneurs and living under depression and hopelessness is crushing. It is completely crushing. And now you're not dealing with a business anymore. You're trying to get your mental health back. So one thing that can offset a lot of this is to create order in your life. And what I like to say is to bind yourself, like uh, not let yourself do whatever you want, hem yourself in. This, this produces the safe walls of order. And we love to do that visibly with a calendar. It's a beautiful depiction of every human's gift of 24 seven, 365. We all have the exact same thing. So looking at that visible model is a beautiful representation of how we order our own world. And I believe uh, the world has some sense of creative chaos, right? And it's kind of fun to do it sometime, uh, but you just can't scale in that. You can't get bigger. Uh, it will swallow you up and it will crush you. And so order is the word I would say every entrepreneur needs to seek to strive, especially larger businesses that are growing. What is your focus in 2021 and beyond? Our strategic focus at this size, we're, we're a size of um, 13. We'll add a few more probably within the next year in a service-based company, which is really, when I say service-based company, I, I like to call those human organizations. So a human organization is all built on people. Your clients are people, your, your team are people, you're a people. Uh, so it's all relational. Uh, so anything at this size is gonna be a relationship building leadership type function. So at this size as the CEO, that's going to be a huge priority for us and will always become more so over time. So the more people, the more you have to manage uh, the order around your team and helping them feel safe in the rhythms of your culture, uh, embracing your core value, holding them accountable to their work because they're all people and they struggle and they'll fall off the wagon a lot of times just like I do. Uh, and so calling them back to the purpose um, we're always doing that. And we know with creative teams, they're always in a drift, right? People are always seeking and moving towards being an island unto themselves. That's a, that's a key thing about people because we feel safe, right? We're, we're alone. Nobody's bothering us. We can, we can control our world. So teams are like that where they're drifting always out to themselves and leaders pull them in they pull them into the, the collaboration that relationships require, which is hard. So they lead them and guide them through relationships. And then what you find is a lot of strength when people 
care about one another, love one another, trust one another, then they'll, they'll run through brick walls for you is what you find when you've done your devotion to pull them together. So my partner, our work will always be towards pulling our team towards our culture, towards each other, uh, pouring our lives into them. Uh, and so the future will just be more leaders. And then the, the executive owners teach the leaders how to be leaders. And so now you're educating people how to lead when you struggle with leadership yourself. So, you know, it's just different layers. And then you teach the leaders to teach the team kind of on your proxy. They, they proxy and lead the way that the owners teach them to lead. And then that organization can really be strong over time. So um, we'll always do what we're doing now. We're going to keep doing it uh, for a long time. And we tell our community members, we're like, we're going to be here for you uh, for the long haul so you can count on us. But we'll always be learning how to lead people better. That will always be what we'll be growing in. And finally, Jason, what are you most proud of in terms of accomplishments at your companies? You know, one of the biggest things is building a team is really difficult. Uh, that's a hard thing to do because you build your team you think is going to be there and they're they're in for the long haul with, you know, they're in for your vision, right? And then they leave <laughs> and you're like, wait, I thought like you were in with us forever and team are never going to be in there with you forever. Only you can say forever, uh, team get to come and go. So, but we have an amazing team. So the team we have truly are committed to the purpose and the culture and the mission of what we have. Um, we know some will come and go uh, in the future and we'll need to add more people that are not in our culture. So super proud of the devotion we have to our team, that they know we love them. They really know we love them. They, they see a sacrifice for them daily. So uh, they feel the weight of that sacrifice and they do the same too for each other. And then they show that love uh, to the rest of the team. And then it pours out into the clients. We teach them how to care truly about clients. And so building a team like that is pretty amazing. Um, and then other things like building curriculum are just things we're really proud of that really can guide people through some more structured and ordered ways to run companies. So super proud of that and what that'll become. That was our conversation with Greenville, South Carolina-based entrepreneur, Jason Blummer. Jason is the CEO of two companies, Blummer CPAs and Thrival. The Who's on the Move podcast, highlighting entrepreneurs making an impact on our communities, is made possible with the support of First Community Bank, First Community Bank, member FDIC, and Nephron Pharmaceuticals. Nephron develops and produces safe, affordable, generic inhalation solutions and suspension products. And the Riley Institute at Furman University. The Richard W. Riley Institute advances social and economic progress in South Carolina and beyond by building leadership for a diverse society. This series is also made possible with the support of NP Strategy, a strategic communications firm comprised of former journalists, political insiders, and public relations executives. Learn more at npstrategy.com and Endeavor, offering workspaces, day passes, meeting rooms, and business team memberships for growth-minded professionals in the heart of downtown Greenville. To set up a tour, visit endeavorgreenville.com.